Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery and today I'm going to share with you guys how I'm investing my money right now and going into the new year of 2022. Most of you guys know I'm a pretty active investor in the stock market, the crypto space, and I thought it'd be valuable to share transparently with you guys what kind of investments I've been making over the last few weeks and months, where I see as opportunities right now, some of the moves and investments I'll be making into 2022, and just share with you guys what I'm up to. You guys can hopefully benefit from this by also looking into and investigating some of the opportunities that I'm seeing right now. But I do wanna mention that I'm not a financial advisor. This is not investment advice. I'm not a financial planner or anything like that. I'm just a guy here on YouTube, passionately sharing with you guys, transparently sharing with you guys what I'm doing, what my plan is. Uh, you know, I'm not right with everything. I'm vulnerable to making mistakes. I'm an imperfect human being. And so I always encourage you as the individual to do your own research and not just blindly follow what someone else says, but to make sure you take on that responsibility of making your own decisions with how you want to invest your money. With that being said, I'm gonna share with you guys a few different categories. We're gonna talk about cryptocurrency, we're gonna talk about crypto bots, and we're gonna talk about the stock market because those are the three areas um, that I've been prioritizing and putting a lot of my attention and my effort into right now and also going into 2022. So first, cryptocurrency. Um, Most of you guys know that I'm bullish on crypto long-term. I buy and I hold Bitcoin and Ethereum, digital gold, digital silver. Um, There's been a dip and a crash that's occurred with the crypto space uh, over the last month or two. And so for me, that's an opportunity to buy more because I'm a long-term investor. And I plan to continue to hold Bitcoin and Ethereum over the long-term several years from now. And anytime I can get it at a much cheaper price uh, currently than what I think it's worth, then that's a great opportunity to buy. So over the last two months, I've been buying a lot more Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, Bitcoin, for example, the peak of it, I think was around 68,000 for a Bitcoin. Right now it's hovering around 47, 48,000. Um, I do dollar cost averaging, so I was able to buy a little bit at 45,000 when it hit that bottom. 45,000, 46,000, 49,000, 51,000, somewhere in that range. But by essentially you know, buying a little bit of Bitcoin and Ethereum every week or so, I'm kind of able to get it within a certain average at a price that I like. And so, you know, because Bitcoin has already hit 68,000 for a coin, 
I'm bullish and optimistic that going into the first quarter of 2022, or at least at some point, it will surpass that and get to over $100,000 for a Bitcoin. Now, obviously, there's some people that are very bullish on crypto. Someone like Kathy Woods believes that uh, from ARK Investments, she believes that Bitcoin will hit $500,000 a coin. But at the same time, obviously, there's people that are bearish on cryptocurrency. And uh, going into the new year 2022, perhaps we could see some regulations. Perhaps we could see government getting involved a little bit. And my prediction for that, if that does happen, is typically when there's unknown and there's uncertainty in any market, usually people get fearful. They panic until they have more certainty. And so we might see another sell-off of crypto at some point in 2022 if government does get more involved. But at the same time, I think having some level of regulation can actually bring a lot more mainstream investors into the crypto space because there's more certainty and some knowns and more protection uh, of getting involved into crypto. And that kind of validates it too. And in some ways, I think things will go up uh, if there is a level of regulation because um, you know, the government's kind of playing their hand and kind of saying that we've accepted this, this is not going away, and we're going to live with it, but it's going to be under some regulation. So that's one of the reasons I think it's going to, you know, if that does happen, I think long term that will benefit crypto. Uh, crypto's kind of been like the wild, wild west, and usually eventually there's a sheriff eventually that comes in, and so we might see that at some point in 2022. Um, I like Bitcoin as a great store of value, but I also love Ethereum in a lot of cases more than Bitcoin because it's a better network, better technology. Um, so I do buy just as much Ethereum as I do Bitcoin. I also do like Solana as well. Um, some people believe as a better network and technology than Ethereum does. So those are the three main coins that I hodl long term that I like and I always buy more of whenever there's a dip. Uh, so that's what I've been doing over the last few weeks and months, and I'll continue to do into 2022, do my dollar cost averaging, buying and accumulating more, building my positions over 2022. Um, now, the next piece is crypto bots. I've done some videos sharing with you guys how I started making money with crypto bots. That's something I've been more involved with. I really enjoy it. It's been a lot of fun for me. Uh, I've gotten deeper into the crypto space. <laughs> And uh, that's been very exciting because I see more of the opportunity than ever as I go deeper into it. There's actually a lot of ways to make money in the crypto space that I wasn't aware of. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited to go deeper with it. But on the topic of crypto bots, um, I've done some videos talking about that. I'll continue setting up more bots. Essentially, over the last few months or so, I rebalanced my portfolio of bots. And so there's some bots that I had that I closed off because... They just weren't performing as much as they were before. They're still making money, but just not as much as before. And I closed them down because there's other opportunity. I can put that capital into another bot that can make me better returns than the other. So I find that with my crypto bots, every month or two, I'm rebalancing things a little bit and just basically um, moving some of my money from one bot to another that I think has better opportunity. Um, but I'm also setting up bots with a lot of altcoins that I like. Uh, there's a few coins that I like holding long-term that also I can benefit not just from the bots making trades and making me passive income, but can also benefit if there's a moonshot and it explodes in value, which I think will have an altcoin season in 2022 um, that I can really benefit and cash out on some of those altcoins in a big way. So that's something that I'm going to continue doing and building my, you know, right now I've got over $150,000 in my crypto bots and I want to onboard more and more to get to maybe in the next few months, maybe a quarter million dollars in the crypto bots. 
um, but still hodling Bitcoin and Ethereum and kind of being involved in a few other crypto projects as well. So if you guys want to learn more about that, by the way, I'll put a link below or go to projectlifemastery.com slash crypto. If you guys want to follow along with my crypto journey and what I'm doing, I send out emails once in a while. Uh, if you go to that page and I can share with you more information if you want to do what I'm doing and learn in the same way that I am. Let's transition now to the stock market. Actually, one more thing I should mention with that is I've been exploring NFTs. Because NFTs obviously was a big hit in 2021. And I'm expecting things to continue to blow up in 2022. Um, I'm still very much a novice when it comes to NFTs. But I am excited to learn more about it and uh, buy my first NFT and, and kind of explore that opportunity there as well. So that is one, thinking, one thing that will be a goal of mine in 2022. Okay, let's move on to the stock market. So I'll share with you guys my strategy for 2022 and kind of what I've been doing and share with you some specific stocks that I've been buying that I like long-term. Uh, so first, most of you guys know that I'm a long-term investor. I buy and hold primarily ETFs, exchange-traded funds, and index funds, for example, that track the S&P 500. So I'm a big fan of a lot of the Vanguard products. And so um, you know, my Vanguard S&P 500, Vanguard total market, global market, uh, the high yield dividend ETF. I did a video sharing all the different Vanguard ones that I love the most. Um, so for me, I like to buy more of those, accumulate greater positions of them, but I never really like buying when things are at all-time highs. And so the market has been quite high, but over the last few months, we did see a few little dips, which I use as an opportunity to buy a little bit more. I always make sure I have a reserve. That reserve is there to take advantage of opportunities, dips. I never like buying when things are all-time highs because you know, the value of things often are overly inflated. And so whenever there's a pullback, I use that as an opportunity to buy a little bit more. So my plan is I'll continue building my positions of all the ETFs that I've shared before, the ones that I believe in long-term. Uh, that's one of the safest ways to invest because I'm diversifying across holding a fund that has many stocks, many companies within it. And it gives me exposure to a certain sector, market, country. Um, and that's, that's always going to be my, my best long-term strategy. It might not give me the best returns compared to other things I could be doing, but nonetheless is a big part of my long-term strategy. Um, now, there are a few other ETFs that are not Vanguard products, uh, one of which I've shared, two more that I've added to my portfolio that I'll share with you guys. Uh, so one is the one that I've shared before. It's the Global X Autonomous and Electric ETF. The ticker for this one is DRIV. This is one that I uh, got into last year and I started building my position of buying more, especially when it was down. But this is essentially an ETF that invests in some of the biggest electric vehicle companies, which obviously is going to be a big part of our future. And it also invests in autonomous vehicles as well, which right now Tesla has the greatest advantage for. I just watched an interview actually with Elon Musk on Lex Friedman podcast, and he was saying how they expect full self-driving vehicles to happen in 2022. So um, obviously there's still some kinks to work out, but it's been getting better and better. And um, you know, I'm optimistic of that. So the reason why I like this ETF is, first thing I'll say is I am an investor in Tesla. Tesla's actually been my best investment that I've ever made in the stock market. Um, but at the same time, it's hard to really evaluate the value of Tesla. And 
there are some other electric vehicle companies that I like and I hear about, but for me, I don't really know, I don't have that level and that ability to evaluate these new startup EV companies. Um, there's more risk associated with that, and uh, there is one that I have invested in that I'll share with you guys, but by investing in this ETF, it ensures that I get exposure to the electric and autonomous vehicle market, which I know and I have certainty is gonna be a hit, but it doesn't force me to try to have to pick which companies are gonna make it, which ones aren't, right? So um, it's a way to kind of take a lower risk position, but still benefit from the upside of that trend in the market of that. So I continue to, you know, I've been buying more of that, building my positions to that, will continue to for 2022. Um, the other ETF that I added to my portfolio is called the Round Hill Ball Metaverse ETF. The ticker for this one is Meta, M-E-T-A. Now, you could probably imagine Facebook was trying to get this ticker when they rebranded to Meta Platforms, but obviously this ETF already had the name Meta. That's why Facebook, you know, Metaverse, Meta Platforms rather, they still use FB as their ticker. Um, but I was, you know, when obviously Meta, the Metaverse has been getting a lot of popularity just over the last few months since Mark Zuckerberg announced the new direction of Facebook and the change that they're making. Um, there's been a lot of headlines around it. And there's been a lot of, the more that I kind of got into the space, I saw how there's a lot of companies positioning themselves for the metaverse. And honestly, who knows when it's gonna achieve a play, uh, like, you know, it already exists, the metaverse, but who knows when it's gonna really reach that mainstream adoption. You know, it could um, still be a ways away. But nonetheless, whenever there's a trend like that and an opportunity, I like to try to think how I can get some level of exposure to it. So I was looking into ETFs. This is one of the ETFs that I found. And basically this one invests in a variety of companies that are making moves in the metaverse, okay? And by the way, I'll provide links to all the stocks that I'm mentioning here in the description. Uh, or you can look them up on Yahoo Finance or MarketWatch with the ticker that I'm providing for you. You can actually see all the holdings of these ETFs. So all the companies that it's made up of, okay? So that's one that I like. Um, and by the way, if there's another or better one that you can recommend, please let me know. Leave a comment below. Um, the one challenge that I found with these ETFs that are not Vanguard products, because Vanguard does not have these ETFs set up, is that they typically have higher fees. Um, I'd have to look to see what the exact fees are for these ones, but they are typically a lot higher. And um, in some cases, there might be better ETFs that are available that might have less fees than what I'm sharing with you. So you could always look into that if you'd like. Okay, the third ETF that I've added to my position, it's called the Amplify Transformational Data Sharing ETF. The ticker for this one is BLOK. BLOK, like block, as in blockchain. So this is an ETF that has, holds companies that are investing in blockchain technology. And the reason why I like this one is obviously the blockchain is changing the world in a lot of ways. Cryptocurrency is a part of that blockchain and uh, the ledger that that provides. And so that was also something that I see continuing to take off and blow up. And I wanted to look for a good ETF that can give me some exposure to a lot of these companies without having to take the risk of trying to figure out and pick each individual ones. Uh, so for example, one of the companies that this ETF holds is MicroStrategy Inc. Uh, this is Michael Saylor's company. If you're in the crypto space, then you know that he's a very bullish entrepreneur on crypto. Uh, he actually, I think his company has the, holds the most 
amount of Bitcoin than any other company in the world. Um, so obviously he's betting big on Bitcoin, um, but there's a variety of other you know, companies like Coinbase, for example, that is held in this ETF. So that's again, another way for me to benefit. And usually this one, it tracks the crypto space. So as Bitcoin goes up or down, then also this ETF uh, gets influenced by that. Okay, let's dive now into some individual companies. I'll share with you guys a few ones that I've been investing in and will continue to invest in uh, over 2022. The first one is Alibaba. Uh, the ticker is BABA. Alibaba is a company that I've been an investor of for a few years now. I really like them as a company in terms of, you know, they're like the biggest company in China. They really check the box and everything you'd want and look for in a company. Uh, great brand, great service that they provide, international, great customer base, uh, huge company, great balance sheet, good management, leadership. Um, you know, it's got everything you'd want in a company except for the one dark cloud hanging over it, which is the uncertainty with China and how China is gonna regulate them, how you know, China wants to break them up, they don't want them to monopolize uh, the market and be too powerful. And so that's the reason why Alibaba has dropped so much in price and value. Uh, so for example, Alibaba at some point in 2021 is trading at over $300 a share. Well, now it's trading at like at $111 per share. That's more than a 50% drop. And so for me, I look at that as an opportunity. I've been buying some more Alibaba. However, it does come with that risk. And anytime in the market, people are fearful. There's any uncertainty, any doubt. People pull out their money. They're fearful to get in. And probably it's gonna take some time to kind of figure out you know, what China's gonna be doing before investors are more comfortable getting back into Alibaba. Um, someone that I respect a lot, Charlie Munger, who's Warren Buffett's business partner, uh, he has been investing a lot into Alibaba and uh, he is not too concerned about China. Um, but obviously there's different viewpoints and uh, it's really hard to assess that. So that's more of a, more of a riskier investment, I guess you could say. But um, I think it's one that's, that's gonna pay off and that's why I've been investing in it. Okay, the next individual company is Rivian Automotive. Uh, ticker for this one is RIVN. So this is a automobile company that is a competitor to Tesla because they're an electric vehicle company. And uh, they recently went public. Uh, they're owned 20% by Amazon and Amazon's placed orders with them for trucks, vehicles. And um, so they've got that going for them, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, they've got a, a, an electric vehicle truck that is still in production that is a pretty cool truck. It's a, it's a good, uh, gonna provide you know, strong competition to Tesla's Cybertruck. And so it's a bit of a, you know, a risk, especially with a new company that does you know, do its IPO and it goes public because usually when they go public, you know, often they're overly inflated in the price of it. Uh, but I have been buying a little bit of Rivian, just dollar cost averaging, a thousand bucks here and there over the last month or two. Um, so nonetheless, I like them long-term. I think they're uh, you know, positioned to do really well in the EV space. And uh, we'll have to see over 2022 how that pans out. Okay, the next one is one that I've shared before. It's called Immutable Holdings. Immutable Holdings. Ticker for that one is H-O-L-D. This one's only available in... Um, the NEO exchange in Canada. 
uh, which you could possibly set up on your brokerage account. But this is one that I've shared and that I like because it um, basically is a company that is a holding company that invests in blockchain technology. And one of their best assets is they own NFT.com. So NFT.com, that's a really valuable domain name. Um, I think long-term as NFT has become more popular, that will be a valuable asset for them. Um, I originally found out about it from Kevin O'Leary, who's on Shark Tank, and he has a YouTube channel as well. And um, I saw how he got involved and invested in it. And, um, you know, it's it's a little bit more risk because they haven't fully even established NFT.com and really kind of built those assets out yet. Um, But nonetheless, you know, it is something that I am bullish on long-term with NFTs, and I think they're positioned to take advantage of that. So hopefully that one works out. Uh, I'm excited to see how that one does in 2022. The next one is Zillow, ticker is Z, Z. Um, This is obviously the Zillow website that, um, you know, people go to for real estate, looking at real estate listings. They, uh, I think, you know, I think they're really well positioned to benefit from a big housing boom that could happen in 2022. Um, They're the market leader. Um, There's a lot to like about them. they did change their business model recently. Like for example, they were really involved in like buying real estate and flipping real estate. And I think I was reading recently that they scrapped that. They're going back to the fundamentals, which I think is a good thing. But I think they're really well positioned. And of course there's risk that comes with some of these companies, individual stocks. But um, you know, if, you're, if you have the threshold and the tolerance for it, it might be something that you wanna look into. Uh, Barbara Cochran, who's on Shark Tank as well, um, she shared, her investments in Zillow and um, is really bullish on them long-term as well. And she's really very much involved in the real estate market in New York. So she's um, someone that might be worth listening to her opinion on it. Uh, The next one is Coinbase. Uh, I've shared this one before as well. I bought into them when they went public. Uh, Again, just looking for ways to get more exposure to cryptocurrency without directly having to buy Bitcoin and Ethereum, which I'm more than happy to do, but you know, if there's a gold rush and you can also invest in the picks and the wheelbarrows and the shovels, then, you know, often there's a lot of opportunity in that too. So Coinbase is another one that I've been investing in and like. Uh, I think what I know, I think they're the only publicly traded stock, uh, crypto exchange. Uh, Binance, I think is bigger than Coinbase and crypto.com is making some big moves too, especially with what they're doing. They bought the rights to have their name crypto.com in the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And so they, I think, invested $500 million or something crazy like that. So Coinbase, I think, is well positioned. And I think if some of the other ones become public, then I'll invest in some of those other exchanges also. And I'll share with you guys two more. Uh, One is Spotify, ticker is SPOT. I'm a user of Spotify. I like their content and how they have the rights to very influential podcasts like Joe Rogan, for example, uh, signed exclusivity with them uh, last year. And um, he's got a massive podcast that's been growing a lot. So I like them. Um, they're not yet profitable, I don't believe. And they've, uh, but none, and there, obviously there's the competition with Amazon Music and Apple Music. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens with them. But I, I, I like them as a company. I think they're well positioned if they continue to buy more, you know, podcasts and get the rights to certain things. Um, then they're also well positioned to be bought out by an Amazon or an Apple too. Last one I'll share with you guys is Airbnb, ticker ABNB. 
Um, they went public also last year that I bought into. I'm a user of Airbnb. I've rented on Airbnb. Um, uh, obviously, they're largely going to be dependent on travel and restrictions that occur. So as COVID, whatever happens with COVID in 2022 is obviously going to affect them. But long term, I like Airbnb. Um, I think they're a good one to hold. And, um, you know, Verbo is the competition, but, you know, I, I, I still like Airbnb the most. I think they're uh, a good way to get exposure to that space and uh, can be a great company to invest into. So those are the main ones that I've been buying um, on top of, again, the general ETFs that I buy. And also I do plan and continue to buy some of the positions that I already have in some of the biggest companies that I love, like Tesla, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, you know, all these big companies that I really love and invest in, especially the tech ones, uh, and some of the bank stocks and some in the energy space. Uh, there's a variety of them that I have in my portfolio that I like long-term. I really only like to buy those ones, ones when there's a dip. And so, again, I don't like buying Tesla when it's at all-time highs. I like to wait for it to pull back a bit and then dip my toes in, buy a little bit more. Um, we'll see what happens in 2022. Obviously, with COVID, it's going to affect things a lot. I'm hoping governments don't restrict things and shut down the economy again. Obviously, that's not good. But at the same time, if that does happen, which I'm more than prepared for, that's why you have the reserve. If there's a reserve opportunity, buy more at a cheaper price. And so that very well could be the case. And of course, there are, you know, it's always good as an investor to weigh all the different scenarios that can happen and be prepared for it. So for example, I'm, I'm bullish for 2022. I think the market's going to continue to go up. There'll probably be a correction though at some point, but uh, I'm hoping the economies will reopen, travel re- reopen, um, and we learn to live with COVID and that's not going to be a detriment as much on the economy. But at the same time, there are obviously some people like a Robert Kiyosaki, you know, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, who kind of plays out some doomsday scenarios uh, like, for example, he was saying with certainty that in October of 2021, there's going to be a huge crash. And obviously that didn't happen, but sometimes I'm hesitant to listen to people when they say things with absolute certainty because nobody knows. No one has a crystal ball. We're just speculating. And, uh, you, you know, I don't know if it, how responsible it is to make a claim or say something like that when you don't really know if that's going to be the case. Uh, but nonetheless, he brings up some valuable points about the debt that the U.S. has. And at some point, printing more money, uh, the stimulus checks have been given out, some of the things that the government's been doing, the Fed's been doing to kind of artificially inflate the economy, um, there's going to be a consequence to that. There's going to be you know, a price that we pay for that. I don't know how that will materialize in the market. Um, Inflation, obviously, is a big issue as well. That will continue in 2022. Um, there, you know, there's still, there's a, still a few factors that you got to look at and, and, and welcome the possibility that you could be wrong. Humble yourself to that and also prepare yourself for a variety of scenarios. But I think if you're a long-term investor, regardless of whether it goes up or down, if you don't need the money that you're investing and you're holding off for 5, 10, 20 plus years from now, then... There's a lot of opportunity at this time where we can take advantage of it, especially in the crypto space too, which is still a relatively new asset class and has a lot of potential long-term. It's the best performing asset class in 2021, and I expect that also to be the case in 2022. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been uh, investing with my money and what I plan to do in 2022. Um, I hope this is of value to you guys, and it kind of helps you, I guess, hear from my perspective and what I'm doing as an investor, and you can take that in 
um, to perhaps look at some of these opportunities to consider some of the things that I've shared based on my knowledge. Um, but of course, I'm still a student learning as I am. If there's anything you'd like to share or contribute to this video and this conversation, please leave a comment below. Let me know what you've been investing in, what you're bullish on long-term in 2022. Uh, I'd love to hear your perspective on certain things and I'll maybe do some more videos like this. If you're interested, give it a thumbs up to let me know and subscribe here on Project Life Mastery for more. Thanks so much and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.